you can get the worst exercise for plunge, but if you know how to progress all the overload, you will uh, get the plunge faster than someone doing the most effective exercises, but without progressing the overload. Yo, Gorillas, welcome to the Athlete Insider Podcast by Gorilla Nation. My name is Phil, and today's guest is the young calisthenics beast from Great Britain, somebody that I looked forward to to interview, an incredibly strong athlete in statics, in muscle-ups, in weighted, in reps in general. So, yeah, let's kick off with the interview. Welcome to the show, Jan Barsegel. First of all, thank you for all you said. And, uh, yeah, I'm ready, and I've been waiting for this interview. I hope I can help some people with this interview. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So you have some, uh, yeah, some interesting, some uh, inspiring uh, content on your Instagram, for example. So let's kick off. Who is Jan? How do you present yourself? How do I present myself? Someone who mostly and only posts calisthenics on social media, but this is not something I want to go with in life. So yeah, social media is only with calisthenics and there's, you know, some other stuff that I would want to achieve in life, which is has nothing to do with sport. This is how I'd present myself when it comes <laughs> to this. Yeah. Okay. So the hard facts, how old are you? I'm 19. I turned 19 in March. So one month ago. One month ago. Okay. Wow. Well. Yeah. And uh, now to the impressive stats, uh, in my opinion, how heavy and how tall are you? So um, I'm... 86 kilograms and I'm 188 centimeters tall, which is six feet two. And uh, in pounds, I'm 190 pounds uh, heavy. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, really impressive if uh, I see your your planche progress, your uh, but also mm -hmm. like your statics with front lever, with uh, everything. So yeah, I'm uh, interested in, in your story. So how did okay. you get in touch? How did you get in touch with the sport? How did you get in touch with calisthenics, with street lifting, etc.? Okay, so this is pretty interesting. So uh, I started four years ago. So three days after I came in Britain, in the United Kingdom. Mm -hmm. So I started the sport three days. How it happened is uh, I didn't know any English and I just went to a park and I see there's a random polar bar. Yeah, And uh, there was a guy doing some, you know, freestyle, basically. <laughs> And I look and I'm, okay, that's, that's interesting. And then I heard Russian music, which is good because I speak Russian, but I couldn't speak English. So I was like, okay, let me approach him and see how is everything going. I approach him and he speaks Russian, which is oh. good. And then we start speaking and stuff like this. And now he's my only and best friend, basically. Oh. Yeah. And sorry if he can see this, but he motivated me, but now I'm better than him. <laughs> 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 but thanks for the motivation anyway yeah okay so so you went full all in like when you uh when you surpassed his his strength etc you went all in with motivation i guess yeah 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 it's uh, it just started and i never stopped i never stopped them i was very into this but at the same time i think i'm genetically made for calisthenics mm -hmm. Because I was like eight or 10 years old and I was able to do one arm muscle ups without even training. Okay. So, yeah. So I used to be like a show off kid, you know, mm -hmm. every time I see a pull up bar, I went and did some muscle ups and pull ups <laughs> and stuff. So, yeah, I was built for this, let's say, a little okay. bit. But uh, do you come from a, a sportive family or uh, like a family which does a lot of sport? Mm. 
actually my dad also used to do muscle ups when he was younger yeah. <laughs> so again his genetics probably <laughs> that's why most people know me for muscle ups even though that's like five percent of what i do in my workout you know it's just i post more muscle ups because people enjoy it more yeah. you understand yeah but yeah uh so yeah my dad used to do one arm pull-ups uh muscle ups nothing special because there was no youtube there was no sources of like where you can get good knowledge from. So they were just doing random stuff they see on the internet, but they just thought about, yeah, that, that's my background when it comes to genetics. Wow. For me, it's really interesting when you say like I was built for calisthenics and I have like good genetics mm -hmm. because I think a lot of people with your genetics, with your height uh, would say, yeah, I'm too tall for calisthenics. Uh, I, I'm uh, for me, it's too hard to learn a full planche, a front lever. Yeah. The leverage is too, too much. Like um, how, how come that you say that you have a good genetics for, for calisthenics? You see, I agree a hundred percent that, If you're taller and heavier, everything is so much harder in calisthenics. It's, it takes so much longer. But personally, I know this just because I see other people who are tall and heavy struggling. But in my personal experience, I do not feel this disadvantage. So I even progress faster than some short people. You mm -hmm. understand? But I think it's mostly because, again, I'm a little bit genetically built for this. And I've got the upper body strength from weighted pull-ups and dips. So I've got the, you know, the the strength for this mm -hmm. and also because i've got a lot of knowledge in what i'm doing so i never do something that i'm not sure about or something that i just watched a couple of youtube videos about understand mm -hmm. before i start training a skill or actually focusing on something what i do is i make i take a budget of money i pay the best athletes in the world at this movement money and i talk with them on video chat And they give me advices. And then from all of their advices, I make my own plan. And that's how I progress fast. Yeah. Wow. So all in. Yeah, all in. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, when you started, what were the goals? Was it uh, the muscle up? Was it um, uh, maybe um, like a clean muscle up, let's say, because you said that you did some, some chicken wing muscle ups mm -hmm. as a kid? Mm -hmm. um, or was it the genetics? What was the goal in the beginning? Hmm. Um, so my goal was actually to only get stronger. Even now, my goal is to just get stronger. So weighted strength in terms of lifting and body weight strength. So I combined both the both of these things together. That was always my goal. And just getting a good physique and some muscles is just uh, like a side effect, you know, mm -hmm. from training hard. Yeah. I never really wanted this, but it's a cool thing to have. You know, it's very cool. And uh, when it comes to genetics, the advantage I feel that I dominate a lot in is me being able to gain mass and muscles while always staying very lean. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, eating a lot and then being in surplus the whole time. Mm -hmm. Understand? So that's the advantage I get from my genetics. Okay. So for you, it's easy to gain mass, but even like stay staying ripped uh, during that But you see, the thing is, I, re I found out that I have good genetics from other people mm -hmm. and from seeing other people train, not from me feeling it. Because mm -hmm. when you have a good genetics, you don't know if you have a good genetics or not. <laughs> you, know? yeah. you just train and you see progress. But I also think it's because I actually have knowledge in what I'm doing and I tried to gain a lot of knowledge before I started doing what I do. And of course, the age. You know, I'm young. Like I'm, I'm in growth. Everything is not hard for me you understand yeah yeah interesting 
People are always interested, and we received some questions from the community. When you started off with uh, with working out, um, for how long did you only do basics, or um, was there like statics from the beginning? Well, so I started, I think, four years and uh, five months ago. But seriously, training it was maybe two years and a half or three years, because so I mean, um, one year and a half or two years of this was just going once a week to the park, doing some pull-ups and then going home, mm -hmm. which is, you cannot count this as training. Mm -hmm. So serious training with good knowledge, without injuries, it was two years and a half or three years. Um, yeah, something like this. So I don't really have a lot of years in experience, but at the same time, it's a decent progress. Okay. Yeah. And like uh, from the beginning, you uh, did you integrate statics directly into the and complex movements, like also the muscle up into the workout, or was it uh, I don't know the first half half of a year was it only pull ups and push ups and dips? So you see, because I didn't have the knowledge that it's better to do weights first and then hit statics, because this way you will have the body weight strength and you will get the skills easy. So what I did is. While training for weights, again, I combined with uh, statics. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the best way of combining, but it still worked. You understand? Like now I have the more knowledge. So with my knowledge now, if I would uh, just go back in time and start mm -hmm. training, I would have a better progress. But yeah, I did both things. But I would suggest people to do lift weights and get stronger, at least at weighted pull-ups and dips, and then start combining it with uh, bodyweight skills. This is more effective. Okay. Yeah. Because it's the same maximum strength that you need, plus the tendons and everything is, is prepared, are prepared or what are the reasons? Let me say why. Let mm -hmm. me say why. So if let's say you want to get 10 seconds plunge. Yeah. Let me give an example of the characteristics of, of the person. You are 182 centimeters tall, 75 kilograms. You're a beginner uh, and you have, let's say 15% body fat. And you can do uh, five, 10 dips, yeah? If you start only training planche and working on tuck, going through progressions and stuff, it might take you with these characteristics like one year, one year and a half to achieve the planche, yeah? But if you, with the same characteristics, start lifting weights and you get to, let's say, uh, 50 kilograms for 10 reps on dips in like six months, It sounds like it's very quick, but it's possible when you know what you're doing. And just because you just started training, your progress is very fast. So if you achieve this, so which is five, six months, and then you do, you train a plunge for another four months, you can, you can get the plunge in four months and you can skip most of the progressions. This is why it's very beneficial. So you get to a good point in uh, weights, in lifting weights. And then at, after this point, you get all the skills quick. You know, instead of starting with the skills and going a long way for each skill, it's, it's too long. And it might take off your motivation because you see very slow progress. You understand? That's why it's more beneficial to lift weights and then do statics. So you recommend to everyone doing weighted calisthenics? Uh, yeah. 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 I'm sure it's not, it's not even boring. I don't know how people can, can find it boring. I mean, everyone's different. But mm -hmm. personally, I enjoy doing both the same. And I cannot get bored because I do both, you know? Like if I get bored of lifting, I can do calisthenics. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I never get bored of this. So, yeah, I would suggest people to do uh, lift weights if they want good progress in um, 
calisthenics. So you get good strength in lifting. You get a decent amount of muscles, which is just a good advantage. And you get good progress in uh, bodyweight skills. So why not to do it? I don't understand. Oh, that's a cool approach. Um, and like, let's switch to today. Uh, how does your workout schedule uh, nowadays look like? Okay, so if my followers watch this, they'll be very, very happy because I never, I, I get this question every day, but I never answer it. <laughs> that's cool. Never, never. Uh, so how my schedule looks right now. Right now it's, um, let's say day one. I uh, don't work like Monday, Tuesday, Friday, no, because my cycle can be six days. My cycle can be eight days. Training cycle, not steroids, okay? Uh, so, um, yeah. Uh, so, day one, I high-intensity push workout, yeah? Push workout. In a push workout, I do um, three, five attempts. No, I would say two, three attempts of full plunge, trying to hold as much as I can. For now, it's like three, four seconds, decent form. Um, then I do two sets of uh, maximum hold or around maximum hold of uh, straddle plunge. Yeah, I don't go very intense because I'm planning to do, to lift some, uh, uh, to go work on strength on weighted dips. So I don't go very intense. So my joints don't get too tired. So yeah, I do this. So when it comes to statics in this workout, I don't go very intense. Yeah, I just do the basics, good um, training. After this, I do maybe two, three sets of constant push-ups. Yeah, I don't do 90-degree constant push-ups, even though I'm pretty good at them. Uh, I don't do this. I do only normal push because it involves too much of your biceps, even biceps, when you do 90-degree, and it's too much pressure. That's why I don't do it. So I do two, three sets of uh, 80% out of my maximum when it comes to doing constant push-ups. And after this, I rest five, 10 minutes. And I go still do the warm-up for weighted dips. So uh, if I plan to lift 95 kilograms for weighted dips for like five, six reps, then I warm up with uh, 20 kilograms, do five, six reps, uh, then go on 45 kilograms, do again four, five reps. Um, then I do the last warm-up set, which is let's say 70 kilograms for again, four reps. So I'm not going... I'm not killing myself for warm-up. Just telling my body that I'm going to slowly go intense. Yeah, like, I mean, and one very important thing uh, that prevents me from having any injuries is while I'm doing the warm-up, I'm trying to feel, do I feel like something can pull? Do I feel like something is going wrong? If I feel perfect and I don't feel any muscle pain or anything pulling, that's it. I can go all in and I'm never going to get injured. So it's important to see how you feel. So, yeah, if I feel amazing, that's it. I'm doing my workout, being good form, going 90 degree with the back of the shoulder. So this is not 90 degree, you see? When, it's, when the front of the delt is in line with the elbow. I used to do this before, but no, this is not 90. 90 degree is when the back of the shoulder is 90 degree with the elbow. This is good form. And try to round yourself so you don't open up too much and then get injured. This is very unsafe. I got injured a couple of times like this, so... Don't do this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. After this, actually, I don't understand what's the difference between weighted push-ups and bench press. Why, do why would calisthenics people rather do weighted um, push-ups than bench press? Mm -hmm. Bench press is way better. It's yep. more comfortable. It's more, 
it's it's easier to slowly add weights with time and progress the overload. Why do people do weighted pushups? Like you need to have someone with you so they put the weights on your back and then take them off, which makes a lot of noise. It's so uncomfortable. So I don't understand. So people in the comments tell me what's the difference between <laughs> weighted pushups? How is weighted pushups better than bench press? Okay. I'll be yeah. one of the these pers uh, people. What about the the core activation? Like uh, doing bench press, you don't have any any core work in it, and the the beauty of calisthenics lies into like uh, activating the whole body and having having to activate the core in every exercise. I'm just yeah, that random when, dude. <laughs> yeah, but when you do push-ups, that's the last thing you care about using your abs and core. Like you just do push-ups. You don't like you, you use maybe two percent of your core to do the push-ups. You know, so I don't think it's that important. You know, like people say that when you do full plunge, you use core. I don't, like an average person with an average weak core is, is enough to train plunge. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's it's shoulders. When you think of the leverage, this is plunge. So it's here that you're holding with. So it's scapula, you just do leans. And uh, so you lean into plunge. And with time, you try to lean more and more. And then... You get it, you know, like think scientifically and practically was the best way. Increase the intensity with time and increase the angle. That's it. That's it. Everything is easier. And I think I'm taking too long with explaining my training plan. Yeah? No, it's it's perfect. I think people are yeah. interested in that. Okay, because it's a lot of details that not many people talk about, but I think mm -hmm. it's important for people to know. So This is the first day. So I do, I started doing bench press. I've never did it in my life, but I started doing it because I feel like calisthenics people skip this part of the chest mm -hmm. in terms of not looking big and making it look proportional, but in terms of it, uh, this muscle being weak, you understand? Mm -hmm. So when you do some movements, you can uh, get injured or with time later on, you can have some muscle disproportion, which can lead to an injury or a bad posture because, you know, some muscles are strong, but some are weak. Mm -hmm. So I started doing incline bench press. It's more just to work the muscle and to make everything proportional. So yeah, I do bench press only focusing on working the muscle, not focusing on very, getting very strong. Mm -hmm. I focus on this only when it comes to weighted dips. So yeah, and I train my triceps. That's the only part of the arm I train because you see, look at the biceps, yeah? It's dominating. And look at the triceps. There's nothing there, okay? <laughs> so I'm trying to... I'm trying to work on it, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but I never train biceps because I feel like it's going to be too much if I train mm -hmm. them as well. I've, I have enough. It's proportional, that's it. That's enough. <laughs> Then you can't scratch yourself anymore if there's some this melon in the way. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty flexible. I can touch any parts of the back. I can touch anything. <laughs> yeah, <good>. maybe <laughs> later on I'll not be able to. For now, it's fine. For now, cool. it's fine. So this is day one. Mm -hmm. So again... Um, Plunge, full plunge, uh, shoulder plunge, handstand push-ups. It sounds like a lot, but I'm doing just a little bit, so I'm not tired. Um, then I do weighted dips, working on strength. So I do four or five sets, uh, three to five reps. But I'm going intense, so it's not that. I just take a random weight, do three, five reps, and uh, it's all right. Mm -hmm. No. It's, it's when it comes to the progressive overload and stuff like this, I take it very serious. That's the most important thing. It doesn't matter what you do at the training. It matters how you're going to slowly improve with time. This is, this is why I hate fitness influencers and people who post on social media. Do this exercise, 10 to 12 reps. 
bro, no. I will fight you in life if I see you. <laughs> Don't say this stupid stuff. Why? Like, okay, I do three to 12 reps. Next training, well, for five trainings, I'm going to do the same thing. What's going to change? Nothing. Why do you not explain how to progress the overload? How do I slowly increase the intensity and get stronger with time? They never explain this. They do these videos only for club. So please never listen. You can do only one exercise, one compound movement. And if you just know how to progress the overload and eat good and recover enough, that you will have 20 times better progress than someone who does five exercises and never cares about progressive overload. Yeah, you understand? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's so much to speak about when it comes to progressing overload and stuff like this. And okay, so day two is rest. One second. Yeah. Uh, I have one question for day one. Uh, what do you do if you feel like uh, there is a muscle hurting? Uh, do you stop the training at, at all? Like, or do you um, just go down with the weight by a lot? Okay, so this usually happens if uh, I do too much on the statics. Mm -hmm. And let's say I pulled something because I did the movement a bit wrong. And I don't know, I went too much. It rarely happens. But if it happens and I'm going on dips, I do a dip and I'm like, oh, something's wrong. So I feel like if I do a couple more sets, I will pull it or I will, um, I will rip something. I stop the training and I go home. Okay. I go home. And because I'm young, usually in two, three days, I'm back. Mm -hmm. So it recovers very quick. So it's better to recover quick than being injured for a couple of months and maybe never getting back to your yeah. results. So I stop training and I suggest people stop training when you feel that you can pull a muscle or you can feel like something's wrong. Stop training and go home and learn about how to warm up properly and recover enough. That's what you do in this situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, okay. Day two is rest. Yeah. So I don't do pull day on the day two because uh, scientifically, uh, chest and shoulders so the opposite muscle of the chest and shoulders isn't back okay so it's it's actually only traps it's traps the opposite so if i do the pull day the next day because my chest is dead and it's very sore i can still pull something in the chest when i do weighted pull-ups i can i can pull something mm -hmm. you know so that's why i give one day rest you know so one day rest then the next uh, the day after so day three i do um front lever i do three sets of front lever pull-ups i do one or two reps for now one two reps when i'll get stronger i'll do more reps but for now is this uh after this i do two sets of maximum holds are you write it down for the future <laughs> <laughs> yeah for my training <laughs> uh -huh. okay and uh, yeah after that i do five sets of four or three reps of muscle-ups I don't do more reps because it's pointless. I work on explosive strength and getting them clean, you know? So that's why I don't understand people who max out on muscle-ups. Mm -hmm. You want to get it clean, work on them being clean. Don't do many reps because if you do two sets of max now, the third set, you will do them so dirty because you're too tired. So low reps, more sets. That's why I tell people that's literally the best existing way on this planet to train muscle-ups, Okay. They, no one can tell me anything different. I've seen enough in my experience and I've talked with enough people to understand what's the best. So this is the best way. 
But again, it depends on the person because it depends how many muscle-ups can you do, how can you do them, what level you're on. So it depends on a lot of things. And maybe it also so depends. Yeah, maybe it also depends on the on the goal. So like your goal is more on maximum strength, but if somebody somebody's goal is to do like 25 muscle-ups or 20 muscle-ups, like really endurance athlete, would you still recommend like uh, a lot of sets and low reps? Well, but um, at the competitions, they count only perfect reps, right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to okay. have to work on this first. But you see, let's say you can do two dirty muscle-ups right now. Yeah, that's a maximum. Mm -hmm. You Let's say it took you one year or one year and a half to get two or three reps, but perfect. Just because you can do them easy and very clean, you can probably do 15 uh, clean already because two or three are easy. Mm -hmm. understand? And you probably do some pull-ups and uh, weighted pull-ups on the side, which increase your uh, endurance in the back and biceps so you can probably already do 15 reps same with me i never work on endurance back and probably do a decent amount of muscle ups in a row yeah um yeah so i would still suggest to work on that getting it okay. clean cool and then endurance yeah and uh yeah this is day three day four is legs yeah i do very heavy session only focusing on getting my legs bigger i don't care how Uh, high I can jump I don't care about just training them for fun I care about them looking proportional because that's the biggest problem with calisthenics people uh, people complain about legs oh your legs are small that's why you can do stuff not mine mine are proportional mm -hmm. that's the main thing I do with them. I actually had a leg day yesterday so you know <laughs> but yeah I do squats heavy squats I do front squats which is more for the front part of the legs I do leg press and uh, walking lunges and calves. So I go very intense because it's a bigger muscle. That's why I do more compound movements. It's the mm -hmm. biggest muscle in the body. Not for calisthenics people, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, it's the biggest muscle in the body and you have to add at least one or two exercises more yeah, to kill it properly. Yeah, this is day four. And after day four, um, now is day five for me. So yesterday was legs, day five. I was supposed to do... Um, medium or light intensity planche workout but because it's the first day back after um, a lockdown in uk mm -hmm. i feel too more uh, muscle pain than usually so i feel like it's going to go very wrong if i do um, my session today so this week i'll go more light in terms of statics so i'm not training today i was supposed to but i'm not training again because i listen to my body And probably tomorrow, I think I'll feel the same because it takes longer to recover, but I will see. I will see. Everything will be perfect in two, three weeks anyway. Now it's just getting back, you know. So I was supposed to do a light, medium intensity workout. When I say medium intensity, it's not the exercises are, are easier. Let's say my maximum holding planche is six, eight seconds. I do... Uh, four seconds holding instead of six, eight seconds, which is 50% intensity. I do the same exercises, just not holding it as long and not going as intense, but I do the same exercises. And yeah, on a light day, when it's light day intensity, I do one or two seconds instead of, you know, eight or six, eight. So it's just the intensity is lower. Same exercises, lower intensity. Yeah. Um, and I think then uh, there's day... I think it's just like more uh, medium intensity workout, one more light intensity, and then repeat the cycle. So go back to day one. Yeah. So I lift um, 
weights once a week, I think. Once every seven days. Yeah. Lifting weights really means uh, dumbbells for you, right? Just to make sure. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, um, so lifting weights is weighted pull-ups. Okay. And uh, so on my pool day, I do weighted pull-ups and barbell rows. Mm -hmm. So like, again, same question with weighted push-ups. What's the difference between Australian pull-ups and barbell rows? I can tell you the difference. Same movement, same muscles, but barbell rows is more effective because Australian pull-ups, it's so uncomfortable to do them weighted. So mm -hmm. you progress the overload. But barbell rows is very easy because you just add more weights on the barbell and keep going. That's it. So again, I will start doing them. So it's my first week doing bench press and barbell rows. Again, same reason, disproportions, training my, you know, different muscles of the back so I don't get injured one day. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I do barbell rows. Um, for people that don't know, is this, that you uh, lean and you do this stuff mm -hmm. with uh, an Olympic bar. This is barbell rows. And uh, yeah, that's the session done on the pull day, by the way. Um, yeah, that's kind of my workout plan right now. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for going into detail. I think, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, no I, I wrote everything down so I can uh, start the cycle tomorrow. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. something that I'm interested in um, with your physique, um, with your training background, etc. Tell us your your plant journey. How did it go? Uh, how were the mm -hmm. beginnings? Um, you said that uh, like uh, your usual um, approach is to contact some some pros in in this field. Um, what advice did you get? What Uh, challenges that you have like overall plant journey okay so first for those who don't know um uh, my plant journey started um, i think five months ago so when i just started training my planche level was one or two seconds hold but with not my legs not straight not clean so it was a dirty hold that was the day one of uh, and now yeah and now i can hold full planche for three, four seconds with decent form. So it's parallel to the ground, decent form. And straddle plunge for six, eight seconds again, legs straight, everything parallel to the ground. Um, so I progressed like this in four months uh, because first of all, I, I was able, I was I had a good skill preparation. So I was decent at handstand push-ups and uh, weighted dips. So I had very strong shoulders. And I think in general, again, like I said, I'm built kind of for this moon because I never heard a person as tall like me and as heavy like me uh, progressing so fast. I didn't hear even short people progressing so fast. So I'm a bit impressed. Um, yeah. So what I did is I texted, I think, how many? Mm, I texted four athletes, four pretty heavy athletes, um, pretty tall, not taller like me, but a bit shorter, but Yeah, they can hold Maltese, they can hold full planche and ask them some advices. And uh, they said that for my level, like I already thought, doing attempts would be the most effective exercise. So that's the exercise one that I'm going to do. So day one, I'm doing, uh, because it was lockdown, I trained planche more often. I didn't lift weights. So I progressed fast because, again, I only did statics. So day one, it's um, doing five, seven attempts of straddle planche, okay? That's the exercise I did. And by the way, let me also talk about something important. It's injuries. I, I know literally every single person who does planche that has bad wrists or injured wrists or shoulders. I never did, okay? Because I know how to warm up. Um, so let me actually show you. 
if you want, the best warm-up for rest before plunge. Only one exercise, okay? It's a dynamic stretch. Okay, I've got the bar right here. So the bar is on the floor, yeah? Mm -hmm. You grab it, you just, so like, go like this, lean forward until you feel pressure, mm -hmm. forward, back, forward, back. You do three sets like this, and on the first set, you go just a little bit until you feel a bit of pressure. Then on the second set, you lean a bit more, so you feel a bit more pressure. On the third set, you lean a bit more than uh, on the first two sets. So then that's it. When you lean into plunge, because your uh, wrists are stretched enough and warmed up enough, you will not feel any pressure. I don't feel any pressure on my wrists because of this warm-up. Yeah, and of course, before I do my actual plunge attempts, I do same thing, increasing the uh, intensity. So I do plunge leans, very light plunge leans. First set is very light. Second set, I lean a little bit more, a little bit more than in the first set. Again, holding it for a little bit, just telling my body that I'm going to go very intense soon. And uh, in the third, last set, I lean uh, 60% of uh, or 70% of my actual uh, tension in the muscle when I do the plunge attempts. You understand? So it's 30%, uh, 60%, and then 70 80%, and then 100%, which is uh, plunge attempts. This is the best warm-up you can ever do for plunge. And any skills. Increase the, do the same, use the same muscles, same angle, but increase the, um, what's it called? The um, intensity. That's it. That's the best warm-up for any skills you see in calisthenics. Just think of the exercise. What's anatomically the exercise that you use, the same muscles and stuff, and that's it. Okay, so, um, yeah. And I do plunge attempts. And after plunge attempts, I think I was doing, what was I doing? I was doing negatives. So I would go into handstand, go straddle, and try to go slowly down. This is second best exercise for um, plunge, for straddle plunge, for my level, for my level. And then I think I was doing two sets of plunge leans, but I lean that much so I can barely hold for six seconds. You know, so it's like, when I do plunge, I was able to hold for like two, three seconds, which is very intense. So I was leaning not as much, a little bit less, so I can barely hold for six, eight seconds. That's the two sets, just like a finisher. And that was my uh, very intense workout. Okay, so that was the day, day one, very intense. After this, two days rest. Yeah, I don't do it every day because it doesn't make sense. You need to recover, okay? People recover. You don't need to do stuff every day. Uh, because it's very intense, especially. I need two days. So I recover two days, and then I do same thing, like I said, but instead of going 100% intensity, I do the same exercises, but not as much. So it's a medium-intense workout. Same things, I also do straddle plush attempts, but I don't try to hold as much as I can. So a little bit less than my maximum. And this is medium workout. Uh, so after two days, I do a medium workout, then one day rest. And I do a light workout. Again, uh, on the light workout, I do some buns, you know, just holding it until I feel a bit of pressure because it's a light workout. So using the same muscles, but not putting much pressure on them. Uh, this is light workout. After the light workout, I rest one day and then I go back to very intense training. Yeah, this is uh, the most perfect way for me to train for my level and stuff. From what I found out, because again, I listened to different people's opinion. And I made my own. And the progress, as you can see, is very good. Yeah, this is with plunge. 
Wow. And did it like go linearly or did it, did you progress quickly in the beginning and then it slowed down? Like how was, how was the, the, uh, the progress? The progress was always, uh, I always saw progress. So every sec, every training, every intense training, so which is once a week, I saw that I can hold it for one or two seconds more, which is very fast progress. Some people train it for one year and they don't see progress. Mm -hmm. I actually saw progress every week. So once a week, I saw progress. I hold it for longer. I hold it cleaner. Maybe I hold it the same amount uh, like the last week, but this time is the same amount of time, but cleaner. So something is improving the whole time. Um, yeah, something like this. So I had a good progress the whole time. But right now, it's not as fast because I try to combine with things again. I'm trying to remember, okay, how do I actually combine it with weighted calisthenics to progress above? So it's a lot of stuff going on, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to progress. I think I will get to uh, 10, 15 seconds full plunge in the next couple of months or maybe one year. We'll see how it goes. I'll take my time with this, yeah. Wow. Cool. What are the most common mistakes that you see uh, people doing in, in planche workouts? So not only in planche workouts, in general, overtraining mm -hmm. is uh, the most common thing that I see people do. Um, and people, the most common also thing is people don't care about progressive overload. Like that's the most important thing in, you can get the worst exercise for plunge, but if you know how to progress all the overload, you will uh, get the plunge faster than someone doing the most effective exercises, but without progressing the overload. So if having, without having the knowledge about this, yeah, this is, I think the most common, if I'm thinking of it. No, actually the most common uh, mistake is people not having knowledge about stuff they do. So diet uh, and training, they don't gain knowledge. They are lazy to gain knowledge. That's the most common thing. Me, I was so passionate about knowing everything before I get started. So I, so I know that when I do something, that's how it should be done. You know, I'm not making mistakes. That was the main thing. So people don't just, just don't be lazy. And go for it. There's so much information on YouTube. Just open YouTube or uh, pay athletes. So yeah, go work. Go work 40 hours a week. Make the money. Pay the athletes and gain knowledge. That that's it. That's it. Yeah. Sounds These simple. Are the mistakes. Cool. Um, yeah. Apps. Um, do you have these apps because of genetics or like, do you work a lot on them? How, how come that you have like, uh, these, these apps, these nuts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. These apps. Um, so it's genetics. So I have them since I was eight years old. Yeah. Oh. And the one thing about apps that I want to say to people, uh, I don't believe in this thing that training apps will change them. Like I know it's a muscle, but from my experience, again, talking to people and everything. They say definition will change, but I don't believe in this. I'll give you a quick example of myself. Uh, I trained abs for eight months just because of my lower back injury. Imagine to heal my lower back injury, I had to train abs and it actually helped. So I had very good abs before I started training them. So before I got injured and then eight months first, I've got a very good genetics in all the ways. Um, second, I had a very good diet. Third, I started training apps. So this, uh, I was like proving to people if this works or not. Yeah, I'm the best example for proof, I, I would say. I trained eight months and guess what? After eight months, same thing. 
Same abs, same depth, same definition is genetics and body fat percentage. These are the two things that you need to focus on. So if you don't have abs, it's because you eat too much. Stop eating like a pig and you will have abs. Easy, easy. Yeah. Okay. So you think uh, like um, nutrition is, is important for your performance? Uh, you mean for abs or in general? In general. Oh, yeah. It's very yeah. important. Uh, at the beginning, because of good genetics, I thought that only hard work is important because I was progressing by eating, you know, normal foods. But then with time, with time, with time, I realized that nutrition is very important. People saying that, oh, I worked hard, that's why I achieved this. Working hard is the easiest thing ever. How can you uh, want to do something without wanting to do it? Like, I don't think there's people who work out, but they don't want to work out. You know, working hard is the easiest part. Easy. It's very easy. I work hard because I want to work out and I enjoy it. Uh, the hardest part is diet. So I think two or three meals a day, it's something that it's fine to eat but I don't really want to eat it, but I eat it every single day just because I have to eat it for a good progress. You understand? Mm -hmm. So diet is what shows that you're de determined and actually dedicated, you know? So diet is very hard. It's very hard. And it's very important, like I said. So you need to know first, you need to, I think there's an app. I think there's on Google, there's an app where you find out for your genetics, for your activity, how many calories you need to take a day. Because again, everyone's different, but the average is 2,500 just to maintain your weight. So go on that website. Ah, I forgot. It's like, I think it's Sterling Fury. And they ask you about like different genetic stuff about yourself. And then you find out how much you need to take. Yeah, it's something to do with this. Maybe um, you can send it so to me afterwards so I can put it in the description. I can, I can try find it. I can try find it. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, it's like calories. Calories are, when it comes to gaining weight, if you care about gaining weight, it's calories. It's not the food you eat, it's the amount of calories you take, okay? Uh, quick example, you have one person that eats only healthy foods, yeah? But at the end of the day, he will take 3,000 calories, yeah? Uh, there's a person who doesn't eat any healthy foods, only fast food, but at the end of the day, uh, the amount of calories is 3,000 they will both gain the same amount of weight. But the difference is that the person who eats healthy will gain a healthy weight. So like will not have any problems with heart or liver or kidneys, but the second person will gain the same amount of weight, but they will probably die from a heart attack if they keep going. You understand? Mm -hmm. You gain the same amount of weight, but you put too much pressure on your body and it will turn very bad. So eating the same amount like these two people, if the one eats healthy, the other one doesn't, uh, they both gain the same body fat percentage? Yeah, yeah. From what I found out, like my, uh, let's say I went to college about this uh, subject and I learned and my teacher was a nutritionist. So he actually has a master's degree. And from what he told me, yeah, I think so. Yeah, this is how it works. So it's all calories. It's all about calories. It's not about protein, fats, and stuff. It's calories when it comes to gaining or losing weight. That's why people talk about surplus or deficit calories, because that's the main thing. They talk mm -hmm. about it for a reason. You understand? So, yeah, calories is the most important thing when it comes to losing or gaining weight. Yeah. 
How does your nutrition look look like today? So uh, my nutrition is um, usually four meals and they all medium to big meals. And overall, at the end of the day, I think I eat around 3,000, 3,500 calories. Yeah, this amount. I would eat more, but I it's, it's, I can't. Like I'm like, shit, it's too much. You know, it's, mm -hmm. I've had enough. And yeah, this is the amount I eat for me to recover perfectly, to feel amazing. Like I feel always energetic, always energetic. Yeah, and I eat in the morning. Usually it's, um, I blend the food because it's also before workout. So the digestion is faster because your body doesn't have to try to digest the big foods that you didn't chew properly. So uh, yeah, it digests fast. And what I eat is porridge in a blender with um, frozen fruits, frozen berries, strawberries, uh, and with one apple. So I cut the apple, throw in there, one banana, and uh, yeah, just blend around and try to add like 200 grams of uh, or 150 of uh, porridge. Yeah, so I get all the carbs. I get this amount of carbs, a bit of protein. Or there's almost no protein in porridge and a lot of vitamins. So the first meal is to give me a lot of energy before workout. So it's vitamins. You, I literally got all the vitamins I need in the day just from one meal because you see how many fruits, uh, berries and strawberries have vitamin C. And then apple has some other vitamins. Banana has the other vitamins. So I get every, all the vitamins in the first meal. Second meal is after workout. I'll tell people it does not matter what to eat straight after workout. Okay. There's not such a thing that like protein window, you know, that people talk about. So protein window is that in the first 30 minutes of the workout, you need to eat a lot of protein. So it goes straight into the muscle. No, no. So there's no, so if you eat, 30 minutes after workout, or you eat six hours after workout, you will have the same progress, okay? There's studies that show this. So uh, there's no studies that show that if you eat quick after workout, you'll have a better progress. So it's all in facts, you know? So yeah, just eat whenever. Eat one hour after training or two hours, and it does not matter what you eat straight after. Just eat a decent food with carbs, fats, and proteins. Everything is important. It's not all about protein, yeah. So just eat everything. Your body needs everything. Um, yeah, I think I'm talking about the right thing. Yeah, I think I'm going off the subject a bit. Yeah, no, it's, it's cool. No, it's good. Yeah, trying to teach people something. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, supplements. What's your opinion on supplements? Overrated. Overrated. Okay. Overrated. Overrated. Uh, focus on your diet. Again, learn about diet. Learn about what foods how much food, and that's enough. You don't need supplements. I tried creatine because everyone's like, oh, creatine, 20% to strength. Nothing changed. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Same progress, same progress. People have progress because of creatine because their diet is very bad. So at least something is enough. At mm -hmm. least they get enough creatine into their diet from everything else. So it helps a little bit. But yeah, studies do show that your strength increases by five to ten percent if you take creatine so i think that's the only supplement that is good but I, it doesn't work with me so i don't see a point but there is a supplement that i take there is a supplement which is calcium and uh, spirulina if you mm -hmm. know about spirulina yeah it's, it's an like uh, some yeah 
from sea. So it's something that you don't really get in foods. And it has a lot of uh, vitamins that you don't really get from foods and minerals. So these are the two things that probably no one talks about, but I do take them. Calcium, I take calcium because um, I've got, you know, like after training, my elbows are sore and it's like a bit painful. And calcium, for some reasons, it makes me recover faster mm-hmm. when it comes to joint pain and, uh, yeah, elbow pain. So it's it's a cool thing. Again, it's hard to get enough from normal foods because you do get it from milk, but if you drink milk, you do get enough calcium, but there's so many bad things coming from milk. So mm-hmm. it's better not to drink them, even if you are not um, – uh, lactose intolerant you know it's it's bad um cow milk was made for cows not for humans mm-hmm. you know why do you not drink uh humans milk you know mm-hmm. this one is made for you it's like yeah, no it's like it's a long subject again i don't want to go too deep because i don't know that much but i know that it's it's not good it's not good and you w- yeah. know what w- works for you because uh it seems that you tested a lot and uh that you know your body When it comes to diet, I think it's not about like someone needs to eat this food because it's better for him. Someone needs to eat that food. No, I think it's like they can eat the same foods like me, but they can uh, just reduce the portion or increase the portion. Mm -hmm. Because let's say if you have a fast metabolism, you can eat the same foods like me, but eat a bit more than me. You know? Or if you have a slow metabolism, so you gain fat easy, then eat the same foods, but decrease the portions. Yeah? This is how you're going to get good results because in my diet, you get all the proteins, all the, all the fats, all the carbs, all the vitamins that you need. So you, you feel amazing and you feel energetic. And I do eat fast food and bad foods like once every three, four days or two days. It depends. Yeah. So two days or three days I eat healthy and then one day I can eat more crisps maybe or pizza or whatever I want because I'm young and I've got good genetics so i digest everything and it doesn't affect me yeah good for so you junk in the all. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice the question also from the community came do you take steroids no i don't take them you can see them always in my best shape mm-hmm. like i don't know you can put me in a in a basement for a couple of months if i would take steroids i would lose muscles very quick if i don't i would stay the same i'll stay the same <laughs> i'll yeah. stay the same i'll stay the same like literally i think when i'll get more more famous more people will maybe make uh youtube videos about me or oh, he's lying he's natural and stuff i'm ready for it whenever you want come to london pay for the drug test and i'll take i'll take any drug test that you want i don't care when what how much blood you want to take from me where you want to take it from it's fine take it and i'm gonna pass everything Unless my mom puts steroids in the food, but I don't think she does this stuff. <laughs> secretly, you know, secretly doing something. <laughs> yeah, I'm always ready. Do, uh, do you see it as a compliment if somebody tells you that you, because I guess you get the question as well? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And imagine I get so many people telling me this and I'm only 19. Mm-hmm. Imagine me in like three years or two more years. Okay, so many, so many times. So I think I'll make a... I'll ask someone to come or maybe a YouTuber will come and uh, take drug tests with me, you know, just like to see if I'm taking something or not. But I think even after this, people will not believe, you know, you'll think, oh, it's fake or something's planned, it's fake. I'll take as many as people want to show them that everything is 
safe, you know. I'm not taking anything. Yeah. Yeah. What did what did change in your life since uh, because since your like social media are working so well did something change did do you get recognized on the street or like uh, is there mm. something that that changed? So as a person, I did not change like in a bad way. So like, or if someone tries to talk to me, I'm like, oh, I've got high ego and stuff. Or, and I see them as I see my I'm, I see myself higher than others. No, I treat everyone the same and I respect everyone. You know. And if the best thing you can do if you see me training or you see me somewhere and you recognize me is coming up to me and tell me that you saw me, uh, that you know me. That's the best feeling I get. <laughs> like it's it's so like people recognize you for your achievements in sport. That's the best feeling ever. Honestly, and I do get recognized. So I've, I went gym three times uh, and three times people recognize me in total six people wow. in the gym. In the first session, one dude was like, oh, are you, I, I know you, I know you. And I was like, oh, how? And he was like, oh, your motivational videos inspire me so much. I've seen on Instagram so much. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's amazing to hear. Yeah, I was so happy. He made my day. And the same day, I went to do some other exercises. So I was doing my session. And two friends, so two dudes came up to me and they're like, okay, you look way bigger in life. <laughs> <laughs> you look way bigger in life. Uh, you motivate me with what you do. And I was like, Phew. Actually, I was very happy. I was very happy. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's amazing when people recognize me. It feels really good. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. We're slowly coming to an end. Last question of the, the big part of the interview. Uh, what are the goals for this year? Uh, what are your next steps? What can we expect mm -hmm. 2021 from, mm -hmm. from Jan? 2021 so this is because the year just started well improving everything i do so you see me do planche you see me do front lever you see me do weighted calisthenics if the lockdown will start then the weighted calisthenics progress will go down because i will not do it because which is very sad but if everything goes very good i plan to achieve so my maximum on weighted dips right now it's 120 kilograms for one rep And I plan to get to 140, 145. For weighted pull-ups, my maximum is 85 kilograms. I plan to get 105, I guess. Uh, and for muscle-ups, for muscle-ups, it's, it's weird. I think I reached the limit <laughs> Wow. in terms of doing it clean. Mm -hmm. Like I need someone as tall and as heavy like me who can do them way better than me. That's when I'm going to get motivated mm -hmm. and try to actually go higher than i am but i see like i think i don't really know anyone for my height and weight who can do muscle ups way better than me you know like oof. but like yeah. frederick who is doing the the uh, our product development at coronation yeah, uh, he is he is uh, like at the german championship two years ago before the lockdown he did like the 45 kg clean uh, and he's uh He's weighing 98 kg and uh, it's one meter 90. So uh, maybe this... <laughs> When it comes to weighted, there's a lot of athletes who beat me, but I'm talking about explosive clean ah. bodyweight muscle-ups because I'm not into weight lifting. Ah, okay. So I know people, I know Vitaly, you know mm -hmm. Vitaly Feshuk. Yeah, Feshuk uh, he can do 55 kilograms muscle-ups, yeah. but his bodyweight clean muscle-ups aren't as explosive. You understand? Makes sense. He's very good at weighted 
Like, and he's still amazing at body weight, of course. But I'm saying, like, he doesn't do them as smooth and as clean. Like, you know? Yeah. So that's why I'm not that motivated. Who so do you think goal... does perfect muscle-ups? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so your goal is to have, like, one, two, two, uh, one, two three uh, perfect, clean, ex extremely explosive muscle-up extreme. I already do, but I'm trying to improve okay. more. So, like, I think, yeah, four or five perfect muscle-ups. I think... What I'm trying to achieve this series, doing muscle-ups like this without dip and without keep at the same time. So not using legs yeah. four or five times. Right now I can do two times. Yeah. Oh. So two times muscle-ups like this. And my goal is four or five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get it. Sounds like a yeah. good goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And muscle-ups, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a good goal. And probably I'll get into weighted muscle-ups. Maybe. I don't like it. I find it like a bit weird. Mm -hmm. in weighted muscle-ups and it's going to be very hard to add them into my training routine you know because it's a it's a big uh you know like it's a big thing to add because you do weighted pull-ups weighted dips and you're going to add weighted muscle-ups and then push oh, it's too mm -hmm. much it's too much so i'll see i'll see how it goes yeah nice yeah yeah we always have some quick questions quick uh quick answers at the end uh pizza mm -hmm. or burger pizza Pizza. Are you a dog or a cat person? Cat. Cat. Uh, do you have a favorite location for holidays, a country, a city? Hmm. Anywhere, not London. <laughs> yeah, I still didn't explore the world enough. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, what are the, some athletes that inspire you? Hmm. Uh, I can't really say the name, but it's athletes who are same high and weight like me. I don't know why I get so motivated. Who can do way better than me at some things. But it's hard to find them. So for now, it's, it's. Uh, I think I can say a couple of athletes who, wait, I actually can't. I think there's one. It's Vitali. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. He motivates me in terms of like full planche, weighted dips, weighted pull-ups. So the so complete, like, okay. complete yeah, weighted yeah, yeah. and statics and, yeah. and heavy weight. You know Bucky? Yeah. Yeah. Bucky. So I think Vitali and Bucky, they motivate me because they are complete athletes. Mm -hmm. I don't uh, respect people who do only planche and they are amazing at planche only, you know? That's like they, they just train every day. Like it's nothing that special. But combining weighted calisthenics with bodyweight calisthenics is something I find impressive, especially if you're good at both. So my goal is to get close um, to these beasts, you know? Nice. it's coming it's coming it's coming i've got time i've got the time genetics and knowledge for this so it's just it's coming basically yeah perfect yeah. patience mm -hmm. um yeah do you have a favorite book that you want to recommend hmm. i'm reading one right now but it's not to do with sport Yeah, is it I is it a topic not, that you want to share, or is it something? Uh... <laughs> well, I, I I never really shared about what I want to do in life, and I will not. So yeah, but it's to do basically with uh, investing and stuff. Yeah. Okay, it's something to do with this. Cool. But I know that I've got no books to recommend to people because I, no one's interested probably in this. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a favorite movie? Hmm. Favorite movie. Yes, but I forgot the name of it. But I know, <laughs> I, I know one that I find like really amazing. Uh, 
It's my second favorite, and I know the name of it. It's Baby Driver. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, cool. that one. I really love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Favorite song right now? Favorite song? Okay. Um, hmm. It's my favorite artist is Miyagi. If people know it, he's a Russian singer. He's got like a very good style. I, I can never get tired of his songs. Yeah, Miyagi, the Russian cool. singer, yeah. Uh, the best calisthenics event you've ever been at? I've never been to calisthenics events and I'll probably never go. <laughs> like I've no competition? Uh, no competition ambition one day? Mm, no, I don't think I'll go to any competitions. Even if I'll achieve... Uh, good level enough to go to competitions no i think most athletes go there to make some money but that's not a lot of money you don't even make anything mm -hmm. what, what are you gonna get 500 pounds <laughs> yeah like i i don't do you think yeah. it's really because of the money i don't think so because like most of the competitions uh are without price money nowadays mm -hmm. Well, um, I feel like if I will go to a weighted competition, I'll have to train weighted more than body weight. But I don't want, I just want to do what I love, not focus on something because of some event, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, probably I will go to Ukraine one day where a lot of different athletes will meet up and a lot of people just to see some different people, you know, talk to different athletes. I think it will be cool to meet some people that motivated me when I started training. And now I'm actually on a similar level like them. That would be very cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I would want to meet some athletes. Yeah. If you'd have to decide uh, skills or reps? Weighted reps. Weighted reps. Weighted reps. So you yeah. would give up the planche, the, the front lever? Honestly, I train skills mostly because they look good. Okay. Not because I like it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, the the social media life <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um yeah and the final question what's your message to the calisthenics community something that you want to tell the listeners something i want to tell the listeners hmm what do i want to tell people uh discipline over motivation when it comes to achieving something in sport that's it discipline over motivation and please uh, i don't like when people ask me questions how do i start with calisthenics how do i get stronger no if you if you asking me this question this means that first you didn't have the motivation and the dedication to just go and make some research by yourself this is such a common question that there's so many answers for and good answers on youtube or google so it shows me that If I help you, you will 100% not do what I tell you because you had so many resources and you didn't do it. Like, why would you do it if I tell you? You're not going to do it. That's why I don't help people with who ask questions like this. Yeah. Yeah. Just make, please, your own research. You've got time. You've got everything in this life. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. That's it. Cool. So, yeah. How can people get in touch with you? How, what, what, what are the links that uh, people will find underneath that, the, this video? Get in touch with me. Okay, I'll, I will be honest. I'll be honest. Maybe right now I'll still answer and help some people, but soon I will keep up with social media, but I will stop replying to anyone. I feel like I helped 
thousands in my life enough to just like, uh, yeah, move on. So I don't think I will actually help some, but I would appreciate if people want to see my journey and uh, just get motivated by my content. But I'll just be, I'm an honest person. I don't think I'll reply to most of the DMs. Okay. So yeah, but I really appreciate this interview with you. It was really like good to tell people these kind of things. Yeah. And there was a lot of uh, depth and a lot of content in it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we will put your social media links in the description so people okay. can find you. And uh, yeah, we're coming to an end. Jan, thanks a lot for your time. Thanks uh, for no making space for this interview and sharing mm -hmm. your knowledge, your experience, mm -hmm. uh, your training uh, experience. And uh, yeah, thanks Before you can, before you can uh, end the episode, I want to say thank you to everyone listening to this, an interview well, over one hour again. Thanks to everyone who sticked with us till the end because that's um, that's uh, insane. That's that's really cool. So, mm -hmm. if you enjoyed this, give it a thumbs up. It really helps out. And uh, yeah, Jan, you can end the episode. Thanks again for your time. That's it. Perfect. Good luck to everyone, and thank you for this interview again. That's it. Bye.